You are listening to the Practice Growth Podcast with Sean Terrell. Welcome to the Practice Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Terrell, and really excited about this week's discussion with our guest, Kayvon Mott. Kayvon is a website and online marketing expert with over 13 years experience in web design, SEO, social media, and online marketing. And Kayvon is also the co-founder of DocSites, which specializes in building websites for dental practices all over the United States. Kayvon, great to have you on the Practice Growth Podcast this week. Thank you for being here. Thanks so much, Sean. Really excited to be on. Yeah, I appreciate it. And before we even get into any of the nitty gritty about building websites for dental practices and marketing and all that entails, let's just let's start really high level. Could you share a little bit about your journey and how you reached this current point of your career? Yeah, absolutely. So I've been working with dentists and dental practices, doing marketing and websites for them for about 13 years. Uh, how it all started out was, it's very interesting. Uh, we, I have two business partners and our very first client happened to be a dentist. Now, at this point, our company was working with all sorts of businesses, right? We weren't only exclusive to dentists. It just so happened that our very first client was a dentist. He gave us $1,000 cash in an envelope at Starbucks. <laughs> and this was in 2007 and eight you know, worst economic recession we were experiencing. And he said, I'm going to Vegas to start a dental practice. I don't have clients. I don't have a brand. I don't have anything. And we all know, you know, what the economy and state of the world was around that that time. It was pretty horrendous and, you know, uh, pessimistic looking and everything like that. So long story short, we built him a website, did SEO, and we helped grow him from one to 13 locations in about eight years. Oh, wow. And his wife was an orthodontist. So he referred us to his wife. And then her brother owned a couple practices in SoCal and the Orange County area. Before we knew it, I would say 60 or 70% of our clientele became dentists because dentists all know each other, you know? So you do well for one, word gets around. And it was great. It was the best kind of marketing, right? Word of Mm -hmm. mouth. So about five years ago, we decided let's create a a division and a company really just focused on making affordable and effective websites and and marketing for for dentists. And that was really the the start of, you know, it all and and the growth of DocSites. Interesting. So when you started 13 years ago, it was a lot of dentists and a lot of dental specialists, but still some other different types of industries. And then five years ago was where you sort of went all in on that niche, if you will, and just working with dentists and and physicians as well. Interesting evolution there. And I think not an uncommon story for those that uh, end up niching down into a specific specialty. You start sort of general and you kind of get led organically uh, one way. I'm interested that that first dental client you said he has 13 different locations now. Is that still in the Las Vegas area? Yes. Okay. You mentioned a few parts of the country that maybe some people listening aren't as familiar with. So you are based on just for context in the Southern California area, correct? Yeah, we're based in a small suburb called Tarzana in the San Fernando Valley. And we have clients all over. I mean, pre-pandemic, we were going to the Chicago shows, the New York shows, Minnesota, 
you know, Texas, we have clients in Florida, like everywhere we have clients. We just so happen to be based in Southern California. Got it. And maybe to back up a step, since you niched down about five years ago and went all in on dentistry, what is what has that been like? What has that transformation been like for your company? It's been really great because people like to know that they're dealing with experts in a specific industry. And it makes sense, you know, just, just like with all of us. You go to an accountant if they have an expertise in your type of business and you feel a little bit more sure and, and certain. So it's been a great evolution because we have a clear idea and understanding of what dentists need. Mm. And we took everything we were learning in our previous kind of more boutique marketing company, right? Where we were working with all sorts of businesses and we were charging the higher amounts, you know, well, guess what? Not every dentist can afford five to $10,000 websites and $2,000 a month marketing, which was our previous company. Mm -hmm. So when we went with doc sites and we have affordable websites, you know, ranging from about a thousand to $2,500 for the setup, and the monthly starting as low as $49 and $59 a month, it opens the possibility of us servicing so many more dentists, you know, out there who have a, a great need or service. So we're really fortunate to be a part of that in the sense that, that we were able to create products and pricing that everyone can afford while still uh, keeping the service high. And, you know, that, that matters a lot. Great context there. And as we dive into a little bit more of the specifics, what is so important about a dental practice and a dentist having a website in 2021, almost 2022, as we record this? It's their first impression. And if you think about it, all of us, no matter what, we only have one chance at a first impression, good or bad, right? So when someone looks you up online, when someone gets referred to you, guess what? If they get referred to you as a doctor, they're still looking you up, right? That's what we all do, right? Mm -hmm. hey, you know, great doctor. I do. What's his name? Let me look him up, right? Mm -hmm. Literally what we do. We all have a phone in our pockets. So your website and your online presence is really your first impression. A lot of times for doctors, the offline impression doesn't match the online impression, right? Hmm. So they might have great reviews. The community loves them. They do great work. But then I look you up and I'm like, your Google profile says you're temporarily closed because of COVID and I can't find a website. <laughs> a lot of data. And, 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 and it's true. These are true stories. So it's really important, first and foremost, for your online and impression. That's where people are, are, are going to, to look for, you know, and some people say, hey, I've had you know, my practice for 25, 30 years without a website, you know, I don't need it. Yeah. You also didn't have a smartphone for 5, 10, 15 years. Are you rolling around with a flip phone in your, in your pocket? Probably <laughs> not, you know? So a lot of times things, things change. And um, again, at, at this point, given like the pricing, given like our service, given we don't have long-term contracts, there aren't really, Sean, like many reasons why someone should not have a, you know, website to really showcase their, their practice and showcase the important parts that they need to highlight in order to stand out and stand apart. 
you mentioned it's the first impression, and I think that's so accurate. What is the most impressionable part of a dentist or a dental practice's website to most potential patients or customers that will visit the site for the first time? What tends to stand out? That's a great question. So first, um, because so many people are on their phone, mm-hmm. they want to make sure. And what stands out is, can, can I easily see and find what I'm looking for? So it's ease of use. That's mm-hmm. probably the most important thing. And then secondly, and goes back to ease of use, but you always want to make sure your phone number is towards the top and there's a request an appointment button for someone easily to click. You'd be surprised that, again, pre-pandemic, we would go to trade shows. How doc sites, like re- how we really built our business is we would go to trade shows all over the country. A doctor would be walking by and say, hey, doctor, do you have a website? Almost all of them would say, yes, we do. And say, hey, can we just compare what you have with what we have? Mm-hmm. And so when you compare and you see, you say, well, doctor, your phone number is not at the very top and right. You don't have a request and appointment button. So you're actually making your patients like go through so many funnels and not making it easy for them. You know, and they can see it for themselves. Like, you're right. I need to do something about it. So uh, in order of importance, I would say, one, make sure it's mobile responsive. Two, make sure you have a request and appointment button and a phone number easily to see. Uh, number three, I would say make it personalized. You know, photos go a long way. Um, the same two websites, if you put them side by side and you put one with photos of the staff or of the doctor or the operatories of the waiting room, you'll get someone to say, wow. I know what I'm walking into. I can imagine what I'm walking into. Mm-hmm. Everything, Sean, is really to build a little bit more trust, a little bit more credibility, you know, and all of this is 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 working together. So that's what I would say would be the third. And then the last one that people really look for are reviews. So are you doing a good job with your website of highlighting your reviews? One of the biggest problems I, I would say I've seen with so many dental websites, you know, and we do, if you're listening to this and you want to get a complimentary audit or a session or review of your website, you can go to docsites, D-O-C-S-I-T-E-S.com. Um, reach out to us or, or give us a ring. I'm, I'm sure Sean will have some of my info for, for the notes. But I bring this up to say a lot of times we're looking because most dentists, let's be frank, have a website already. So it's like, well, what's missing, you know, that could be Im- improved from it. And reviews is one of the biggest opportunities, missed opportunities for dentists. So what I mean by that is, let's say I look up, uh, you know, Dr. Susan Smith online. She has 143 five-star reviews. A lot of times when I click and I go to the website, you know how many of those positive reviews I see? Zero. Hmm. Right? And that's huge opportunity because... You know, if I was considering buying anything else and I saw 143 five-star reviews, I'd pick up the phone and book the order. I'd click and book the appointment, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of dentists, they, they don't see that missed opportunity. And it's because they've kind of been on a set and forget it model, you know, like they're, they're treating their website and their marketing like it's insurance. Let me just pay the premium every month and let me not look at it. Hmm. And it's it's a disservice, you know, to them. And I'm sure you, you know this in your industry as well. When you actually have someone like yourself, like 
you know, a client advisor on their side, looking at it, bringing this up, bringing it to their attention. It's not just the product they're paying, you know, once a year and, and set it and forget it. So um, unfortunately, a lot of doctors have that mentality and I, I get it. I own my own business. You know, sometimes my own marketing gets put on the back burner. Like <laughs> it, it happens, right? It's not, none of us are, are perfect, but at least every now and then, hopefully you could listen to some of these notes and maybe some of these things stand out to you that you can decide, Hey, maybe it's time to upgrade our, our site or, or, or switch over or do something to enhance your online presence. Yeah, it's just like that storefront, right? That uh, is the virtual storefront that I think a lot of businesses want to have in the 21st century. And you said a couple of interesting things in there too, with you know pictures and sort of what the office looks like. It's probably important for the potential patient to be able to envision themselves as a patient of that dental practice, which learning a little bit more about the doctors, learning a little bit more about the team, seeing some pictures of the office. And then they're going to the website too, right? With uh, one thing in mind, and that's, do I want to book an appointment with this doctor or with this practice or not? So to your point, the phone number and the link or the button to to book an appointment, the call to action in marketing terms probably needs to be fairly prominent on that website. And what I hear you what I hear you saying is a lot of times those pieces are missing. And then the third thing that you mentioned that I wasn't even as acutely aware of was how important online reviews have become uh, in 2022, going on into 2022. And a lot of people, it sounds like, just to clarify, are those reviews that are left on Google, Yelp? Where are people leaving these reviews? And then how how do those reviews, maybe from other areas, if I'm understanding it correctly, get linked to the dentist, the dental practice website? Great question. So I would say the primary place that we're talking about these reviews where you want to accumulate them is uh, Google. So you Google my, my business because those reviews will stay in there. And uh, with DocSites, we're one of the few companies that I've seen where our websites on some of them will embed and showcase those reviews directly from Google. So if you get like a five-star review on Google, it'll automatically update it. Um, in some areas, Sean, Yelp is also prominent, but not in all parts of the country. In some parts of the country, Yelp is really not that big. But in other areas, we're in California, for example, it's good. It's like really, really big, right? Restaurants, dental practices, and more. So depending on what part of country you are, for sure, you want to focus on a strategy of increasing your reviews on, on Google and very importantly, showcasing them because that's just as important. Otherwise, it's like, having a cell phone, right? But no one has your number. What's what's the point? You want to showcase those reviews on, on your website uh, as well. And there are other places too, you know, like Facebook is, is getting uh, reviews in some other places. But most importantly, you want to make sure that your reviews are being increased on Google and the Google My Business profile. So if a dentist and their dental practice, I guess, comes to the realization that their their website is not up to snuff for what it needs to be in 2022. What should a dentist look for in choosing a company to help them improve their website? Someone like DocSites, what are some of the things that they should be using to evaluate whether that's a good company or, or not as good of a company to do that for them? That's a very great question and an important one. So 
First, you want to ask, is the person building my website an expert in the dental industry? Or am I just giving it to them because they're a friend? You know, they're my brother's, you know, sister-in-law or the front desk's daughter. I've seen so many. And again, the, the great thing is I get to share my experiences, Sean, with you of like what I see with other doctors, you know? So a lot of times it's the doctor who, oh, um, no, my patient kind of does websites. He doesn't know dental marketing, right? But I gave him veneers and he gave me a website. <laughs> now he can't get a hold of the patient, right? Not only is he not there, but he can't update the website. Now he's got to go pay another company because they're not a professional or expert. Or about eight months ago, I was referred to a doctor in Hawaii. Great doctor. People love him in a city in a town called Kaneohe. And um, he was like, hey, I just had my website rebuilt, but I'm interested in hiring you for marketing. I said, okay, great. Let's take a look at it. When we looked at it, I pointed out some of these exact things that I just shared on this podcast. Hey, you have so many good reviews. None of them are showing. Or you do these five types of cosmetic services, but not a single one has a page on your website. So how do you expect to show up on Google if you don't list them? Like after just a short conversation and showing these to him, he's like, okay, I'll pay you for another website and let's do marketing as, as well, working with doc sites. You want to avoid that. Mm. Don't double pay for a website. Don't double pay for, for a marketing, right? So again, it goes back to, is the person you're thinking of hiring a dental marketing expert? Have they worked with dozens or maybe hundreds of, of you know, dentists because just because they do a website doesn't mean they know how to do dental websites. And most likely they'll miss out on a lot of important things like SEO or highlighting your practice or new patient pages and, and things like that. So I would say that's the first and most important thing to ask. The second thing to ask is, are there any contracts, right? Am I locked into a contract, some contracts at doc sites? We don't have any long-term contracts. Everything is month to month. You know, we do great work. We, we're very transparent and, you know, people stick around with us for a long time. But unfortunately, there's companies out there who will lock you in in a year of contracts. I've even heard horror stories where at the end of those contracts with those other competitors, they'll renew you for a year. Automatically. In, yeah, just automatically. And and now you're, you're stuck again. So, you know, number two, I would say is, hey, are we... In a contract, and number three, if you're hiring them for marketing, like just ask for a set of deliverables every month. What what am I what am I actually getting every month? What am I paying for? You know, and again, we saw this in the industry, and that's why you know doc sites. One of the reasons people like working with us is transparency. If you go to our website and you go to docsites.com, you could see what you're paying for for a website. You could see what marketing includes. A, a lot of times, Sean, if you ask a doctor, hey, what are you doing for your marketing? Good luck, one, if they know how much they're spending. You know, don't, you know, you don't want to be in that boat. And number two, a lot of times people are like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. so my marketing company says this. Well, are they blogging for you? Well, I don't know. How about you Google my business profile? Is it being updated? You know, you get a lot of I don't knows. Mm -hmm. Well, and 
and let's let's give the dentist a little bit of credit too in that they have if they own their practice they have so many things that they're trying to keep track of it's like how could anyone keep track of everything and and be all things to all people 100 percent you just don't know you know so you want to make sure that it makes sense for you unfortunately sometimes they are dealing with so much and and it's just like you don't know how how to make sense of it right and so uh, if you can ask that question of like what you're actually getting every month as a sort of deliverable, um, I think you're going to be headed in the right direction with choosing a company. And probably the biggest thing too is check out the company's reviews. Check out the least, you know, the worst reviews, the recent reviews, and just see what actual people say. You'll be surprised, you know, by doing that, what kind of clarity you could get on, on working with the company. It might reaffirm your belief that, yeah, this company is great. It might make you say, Hey, no, like everyone's talking about, you know, this company jets on you and they're not responsive and things like that. So I think that's a great due diligence as well. Just Google the, the company's name and put in reviews and see what comes up. So just to make the distinction, there's, there's two separate possibilities for engagement with doc sites. There's the website and the building of the website or the, uh, updates to the website. And then there's the marketing piece, the ongoing marketing as well, correct? Yeah, exactly. So uh, the first part might be like, we we had someone reach out to us from Wisconsin. Uh, They're a local dental practice, right? And they're like, look, we're really well known in our town and area. We don't need a website for new patients. We got that covered, but we just don't like our cookie cutter site. It's not personalized as it showcase who we are. And so we built them a website, you know, within 30 days and they love it. And it's just to that- interrupt, what does that process look like for that particular client and that example? So basically it's usually starts out with like a screen share phone call where we do a live, you know, demo at their convenience. And if you're interested, just go to docsites.com or uh, you can reach out to us and, Basically, we go over the website options and the pricing, answer your questions. Once you decide which one you'd like to move forward with, we basically will build out your website for you. Or if you have a current one, we transfer it into our theme and template with Mm -hmm. our transfer. We do all the work. We do all the writing if needs be, the content, the photos. And we basically take your information and personalize the websites. That whole process takes about 30 days, like A to Z. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's about it. And there's a flat fee for that. And then an ongoing fee monthly. With yeah, there, no co- there's a, a flat fee of either $999 for a standard uh, website. Or if you're looking for something more personalized, we have a standard plus for $1,499, $1,499. And our Premier, which is our most semi-custom option for $2,499. These are one-time fees that you pay. And then afterwards, the monthly fee is just $59 a month. And that covers your website hosting, the maintenance, and any updates you want us to do, which we do on your uh, behalf. And again, there's no long-term contract on that. So it's just month-to-month. In terms of the the $59. Correct. In terms of the $59. Okay. So one more point on the website, um, and then we'll dive into marketing and kind of what that might entail and the options there with doc sites. So we've thrown out the term SEO, and I, did, I didn't even know what that was probably a couple of years ago. So can you explain what it is and maybe just a shallow dive into why that's important for a, a website for a dental practice? 
Sure thing. So SEO is an acronym that stands for Search Engine Optimization. It's basically doing work on your website so that if someone's looking for dental treatments or services in your area on Google, they find your website and not your competitors. Hmm. Essentially that uh, Google is a search engine, hence the term SEO or search engine optimization. So uh, that's really the goal of it. Um, And like I said, we've been working with with dentists and dental practices for, for 13 years. And the two most important factors of what makes a dental SEO campaign successful that we've seen are, are these. One is the SEO setup or the foundation. What that means is you have a good, solid foundation website that's optimized for your area. Each of your treatment pages have their own pages. You know, and it's Google friendly in that, in that sense. It focused on your treatments. And then number two, the most important part is, are you doing monthly SEO blogging to help create more content and articles uh, for that domain, for that services and in your area? Um, if those two things are done over time, that's where we see the most success with, with SEO. Um, I will tell you from, from my experience, um, the best type of, of new patients will come from word of mouth for your practice. Still hasn't changed, right? That's the best. And that's the first place anyone will go and ask. Friends hey, and family. You know, yeah, exactly. Friends and family, right? Sean, you know, a good dentist in this area. Hey, you know, we do that. The second place anyone will ever go is Google. Hmm. Just like any of us, if we're looking for something, we're going to go to Google. So SEO is all about having your website show up on Google when a patient is looking for your treatments and services. So you tend to get better quality, you know, consistency of of new patients if you can get that strategy right versus, let's say, throwing up ads on Facebook. Hmm. Interesting. So then maybe to pivot into the second piece and the second service that you guys offer, which is ongoing marketing for dental practices uh, at a high level, why is that important? And what might that entail for someone that hires doc sites to help leverage that? The reason that's important is it's visibility. You know, it's, it's really important. You want to make sure you have all the important parts of what make your practice unique out there first and foremost. That's why the website is, is really important, right? You got to showcase how you're different, whether you're doing special offers on your website, whether you're a gold or a diamond provider Invisalign, maybe you do a iTero machine, you know, that means no messy, uh, you know, uh, impressions in the mouth, right? What are these things? Maybe you have a personalized office, First and foremost, like the website is the heart. It's the foundation, right? That's why we place a lot of emphasis on it because regardless of if you're on Instagram or TikTok or YouTube or SEO, anywhere you go, guess what? Everyone is funneling back to the website, you know? So that's really, really important first and foremost. And why marketing is important is because it's just visibility. You know, you want to be in places where patients are, are looking for your treatments on you know for your services so uh we make our marketing packages very transparent they're they're very very affordable in terms of pricing 
they're very, very well, well priced. Um, and we do monthly SEO blogging. We set up your Google My Business profile. Uh, we'll set up your Facebook business page and basically just keep those going with content and information. And again, what's great is you can see exactly what you're paying and what you're getting every month. How does that change and how does marketing fit into the equation? And maybe the website too for the more established practice that has the, or is at pretty much patient capacity. Does that change the way someone should think about it? And if so, how does that change the equation? I think it's really depending on, yes, what the dentist is looking for. You know, you're going to have some people who fall in the category of, I just want a website. Mm -hmm. I needed to bring me new patients. I, you know, I'm okay with that. I get my referrals. The town knows me, right? I built a, you know, maybe I get it all Medicare. I don't need, you know, just have a website, basic information. Yep. For those people who want marketing, and even within those, there's going to be dentists who say, hey, you know, like I'm comfortable spending around $200 a month. I want something that does a little blogging, some, you know, taking care of my social media. And like, that's good for me, you know, and I can do that. Other Others are like, hey, I want to spend the most as I can, put money into Google ads. I'm on my fourth location, right? Like, Let's hit the Google ads. Let's go after emergency dental campaigns. Let's do implants, right? Mm. People fall in wherever they, they fall in. What's great about working with us is we don't have pushy salespeople. There's no commission-based sales. So we really kind of want to understand and present you the options and, and see what you're comfortable with because the best type of marketing we've seen is, is the type that's done consistently and over time. So whatever that, that may be for you and, and works, you know, for you, um, some, some doctors love, you know, that, that we handle everything for them. Other doctors also like that and they want to be on Instagram themselves. Most of our clients don't, you know, <laughs> they want us to do their online presence. So, you know, we focus on Google and Facebook and, and Google My Business and the website to draw in traffic. Uh, for them. So to answer your question, you know, people will fall depending on what their goals and needs are, which are great. It's not up to us to say, hey, here's one package for, for everyone. Mm -hmm. Really just offering different options to them so they can see what, what fits their needs. Perfect. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, anything that I haven't hit on with our conversation today that you think would be important to mention as it relates to dentist websites and marketing as well? Yeah, I think it's important for uh, doctors to, you know, take a step back. Everyone's busy, you know, and kind of, one, commend yourself for all the work that you've done up to this point. It's a lot. Running a dental practice is absolutely a lot. You have a lot of people to deal with. At the time that we're recording this, there's staffing issues, mm -hmm. right? There's collections, there's bringing people back. So it's just like, you know, for a second, like take a deep breath and say, like, I'm trying, I'm doing my best and like acknowledge yourself, you know, for doing that. I think when you can start at that place, right. And it's a place of acknowledgement of self-acknowledgement, you can then be in a positive to stay to say, okay, great. Like, you know, uh, where can I take my, my marketing, you know, where can I maybe do a, a, a review of it? And again, 
We're happy to do a complimentary review. Uh, if you want to call 888-980-4949 or visit DocSites.com, D-O-C-S-I-T-E-S.com, just to kind of see, you know, where, where you're at um, for yourself, to take a free strategy session to see what you're doing well and where there's some room for improvement. Because... The most important thing of any growth or change is awareness. If you don't have awareness that, you know, this is keeping you at this level or you're stuck here or maybe this is a weakness or you're overpaying for this. If someone, right, like just like you, Sean, if you don't point that out, they don't know. Right. I, I don't know. Right. All of us. This is not just a marketing thing. So. I think you have the opportunity after listening to this podcast to reach out to Sean, reach out to, to myself here at Doc Sites and, and do something about it and maybe get a level of uh, awareness that you haven't had before. And most importantly, decide to you know take action on it. That is Kayvon Mott, co-founder of DocSites. Kayvon, thank you very much for, for sharing your expertise and for your time and for being a guest on the Practice Growth Podcast. Appreciate it. It's been a blast, Sean. Thanks for listening to the Practice Growth Podcast. For more information about ongoing financial planning for dentists, you can visit DentistExit.com. And there, you can find more information about us and our firm. You can sign up for our email newsletter. You can learn more about the Elements Financial Planning System, or you can schedule a phone call with Sean. That's me. As for the boring legal stuff, Terrell Advisors LLC is a registered investment advisor. The information presented should not be interpreted or construed as investment, legal, tax, financial planning, or wealth management advice. It does not substitute for personalized investment or financial planning from Terrell Advisors LLC. This podcast conveys the views and opinions of Sean Terrell and his guests and the information herein should not be considered a solicitation to engage in a particular investment or financial planning strategy. Information presented is for educational purposes only, and past performance is not indicative of future results.